forever. Dog! Hello, I'm Anna. And I'm Andrew. And this is Scary, Scary Stories, Stories to, to Tell on the Pod. pod. Oh. <laughs> oh I moved the mic and it Did made a perfect sound. open a trap door? I opened a scary gate to a <laughs> normal house. The house isn't scary. The, go- the gate? Horrifying. Terrifying. Foyer? Between scary normal. and normal. Yeah. Staircase? It's, opposite of scary. It's brackish water between outside and inside. Very Staircase? Important. Completely fine. Actually, you know what? I will say all staircases are scary. Yeah. It's scary that steps happen. Wait, everybody. <laughs> I don't know the name of this. I don't know the actual name of this YouTube video or the channel, but um, there is a YouTube channel that does mini documentaries about why things were scary in Victorian era. <gasps> and one of them is staircases and people servants in the Victorian era died on staircases all the time. No. Yes. Because. People would have just gotten money and they wanted a big tall house, but they only had a small piece of property to build it on. So it'd be these super tall houses and the staircases were super narrow and steep and people died on them all the time. And it made me realize that our old house in New Hampshire, which was like an old Victorian house that my parents fixed up, had a flight of stairs that was the servant stairs called Uh the dangerous stairs that we were not allowed to use. And it was because they were super steep and dangerous. My God. Yeah. Everyone look it up. There's one about how um, how many Makes times sense. petticoats burst into flames and killed people. <laughs> why aren't we scared of skirts? Yes, you should be. And then why fireplaces were very scary as well. Was that um, my stomach or my dog? That was the dog. <laughs> that was Ladybird, our mascot. Ladybird is my little white dog who does look like a ghost at night. She yeah. also, her favorite thing to do is to fall asleep on the couch and then she won't come into bed with me until I turn the lights out and I'll leave the door open a crack so she can get her little snake body through it. Oh. Uh. And so, like, 45 seconds after I sh- turn off the lights and I'm in my bed, I hear. <laughs> no. no. And then she, like, tiptoes and then there's a carpet and then I have stairs up to my bed for her, which are, like, made of some sort of blush material. Oh. Um, sort of, like, baby chair material. You yeah. understand? Yeah. And I'll hear, like, oh, no. of her, like, walking up the stairs. And then she'll, like, a lot of the times pause in the middle of the room so I can just see this white outline just sort of looking <sighs> Yeah, over she's her shoulder. Leader. She's just indecisive. Lady but it looks, Skirt. Lady Skirt. Yeah. She's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. She's the best dog. I, I very much would love to have a pet. You should. Yeah, but the only the only scary animal story, in the alley behind my old apartment in Brooklyn, there was a cat that used to say, I'm Alan. I forget if I've talked about this already. <laughs> no. And no one believed me <laughs> that occasionally the cat would just go, I'm Alan. And then one time I was telling Chris about it, my husband, and he was like, I'm sure the cat made a noise, but it didn't say I'm Alan. And then five minutes later, I'm Alan. And it would just say that again and again and again. You have to say, I believe you. And then he'll disappear. (laughs) No one believes that I'm Alan. The thought that it's the only cat that can speak and has a name and is trying to communicate with everyone else and they just can't do it. It definitely is a cat in heat making noises. Oh, no, no. I'm Alan. I'm Alan. I'm Uh, Alan. (laughs) You, that is not a thing to be not credible about. If someone says that they're Alan, guess what? They're Alan. They're Alan. Um, That's incredible. That's, but that's my scary things. Um, What? 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What did we talk about at the beginning? Oh, staircases. Oh my God. I love yeah, that. Super scary. Gotta remember. Look that up. Oh, they are scary. So Spiral staircases. Oh, I stayed at the Lizzie <gasps> Borden you house. You did not. I did. For my friend's um, bachelorette party. Oh my God. Who's? Lizzie Borden. Uh, Kim Ferguson. Oh, fun. My what roommate. a great idea. It was good. It was very scary. It is in your old neck of the woods in New England. Yeah. Uh, just over the... Rhode Island border in Massachusetts mm-hmm. um, is very scary, but they have a back staircase that was like the servant staircase. Yeah. Um, it's a weird place to stay. Like it was weird to be there and think like, oh, someone like hacked this person's face open and then a different person also. What was the deal with that? Were, were her parents abusive? Did she have a, like a, no one really knows. She, like, no one something? really thinks. Yeah. Um, I think, well, part of the theory that I really like is that, um, I think Uncle John did it. They had an Uncle John who was visiting from somewhere else and he was staying with them for a few days and I think she like asked him to kill her family or something. Oh, wow. But uh, I do think she did it. I think she hid the murder weapon. There, I could talk about this forever. Yeah, we should do this on a different, yeah. this is a different episode. But um, yeah, there were, the story, the part of it that I like the most is that the reason the murders happened is because the house didn't have any privacy. There were no hallways so you had to walk through one bedroom to the other. Oh yeah, That'll to do get it. from the front staircase to the back. It yeah. was just rooms. It was a very weird house. Her dad built it to his own specifications. Oh boy! So they would lock one room so that you couldn't get through. Oh no! Um, so that was like part of the murder. Never let your dad make a house. Honestly, if you're a dad, if you're a man, you have children. Don't make a house, please. Please, <laughs> you only sir. have room for so much in your brain. You can't be a dad. Um, they also like on that tour showed us crime scene pictures. Oh no! Of, like, and it is to this day, it's like seeing a lobster split open, but it's someone's oh, face. No. It just was like, oh, I oh. didn't ever have to know that. I'm so sorry to say that to everyone. I assume anyone listening to this is eating by themselves in a Chinese takeout place, like <laughs> in one of the little banquette like booths. <laughs> It's um, just they're about to eat a dumpling that has one bite out of it. Yeah. It just looks like a concave I'm face. so sorry to all of you. Um, uh, wow. What a great idea for a bachelorette party, though. It was uh, very scary. Also, everyone got extremely drunk, except for me, because mm-hmm. I'm retired. And mm-hmm. it was sort of an interesting thing to focus on instead of yeah. the ghosts. Uh, me and the three other people. Now, oh, God, this is a whole. I will save it. But I can't. it was we all read each other's tarot and it was like. But just about like tender life things. Uh-huh. Um, and then everyone else was getting so fucked up that oh, this one girl uh, tore down the um, one of the curtains <gasps> in the bathroom. The shower she, curtain? Or the- no, it was like a window curtain. Oh, God. And uh, she did it on purpose. N- I don't I'm not sure. But okay. then um, there were two other groups staying in the house where like you get the tour that takes two hours and then they give you the keys and are like, OK. You're in this historical house. Whoa. There's no like separate sleeping quarters. Like you're sleeping in the rooms that you were just touring through. Holy cow. It's very weird. But one of the, one of the people who was like from the military base nearby was like, I brought Pedialyte and everyone was drinking it at their like Victorian breakfast of like tiny pancakes and like weird sauces. (laughs) It was very funny. I'm so sorry. It's like the No, but I, I, um, I always wanted to stay near, near the NYU campus. There was, do you ever go to the merchant's house museum? I always wanted to, and I never left the right amount of time. This October, we should do the ghost tour there. Please. They do a candlelit ghost tour. And here's the scariest part about we that. We should book it now. That's the thing. Oh, I always go to book true. it, and it sells out. That's true. Yeah, let's do that. Um, but they 
uh, when when Chris and I did like not the ghost tour, but just like the regular tour in in the summer, and we asked like, so what are, what's the deal with the ghosts here? And they were like, well, the Merchant House did not. It, basically, it's like the oldest still remaining home in in New York. Yes, and it's like five stories. It's very narrow. It belonged to a merchant in like the 1700s, um, but their family lived in it up until like the Great Depression, and it did Crazy. not have electricity up through the Great Depression. And the original owner's like great, great granddaughter who was like 95 lived in a little unheated like cubby in the attic. No. And it was, it didn't have any electricity. And so she just like lived up there. Scary for me. Too scary. Um, and they say her ghost is there. So, you know. It's not not there. Yeah. Where it's not not. It Prove it's not not. Um, but yeah, scary home, scary homes abound. You gotta be a scary Especially house. I moment. also, if I'm not mistaken, Ladybird is chewing on a uh, bully stick behind you. <gasps> I won't roll back. What if she just dropped oh, from the ceiling? She, right she now? Literally, is lying <laughs> on a pile of cords, <laughs> chewing on a wet piece of bull penis. <laughs> is that what that is? I'm very sorry to tell you that that is what that is. Wow, it's good to know that that's what can happen. Do you like that? <laughs> Bread is it? Do you like that? <laughs> Yeah, you said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, um, the poor things we subjected. I Brett knew your to. name was Brett, but my I have what's called a soft memory, and <laughs> I just don't ever want to be wrong. Um, so today is one of the classic episodes yes. where we read one of the. Oh scary yeah, stories this the this um, I don't know if we said that, but that's what this podcast does. Yeah, we and read. it is Anna's turn today. It's my turn, and uh, it's so funny that we just watched the trailer for the Scary Stories Tell in the Dark movie because last episode the story that I'm telling today features a major protagonist <gasps> amazing um, the story is called Harold yes yes bitch um, so Harold is a scary story okay <laughs> uh, when it got hot in the valley oh sorry I'll say Harold when it got hot in the valley Thomas and Alfred drove their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountains to graze. Usually, which like these guys have names, which is Love great. Love that they have names, yeah. Thomas and Alfred, which I feel like they'd go by Tom and Al. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're putting on airs. Usually they stayed there with the cows for two months. And honestly, it sounds really nice. Uh, then they brought them down to the valley again. The work was easy enough, but oh, it was boring. All day... <laughs> See her ladybird chewing. This is great foley for this. If you story. have misophonia and you're trying to eat right now, we've talked about faces getting hacked open and the sound of a dog softly chewing. I totally mixed up mesothelioma with misophonia. If you have mesothelioma Call because this you worked now. in a goddamn house. <laughs> um all day the two men okay, so their work is boring. Yeah. All day the two men tended to their cows. At night they went back to the tiny hut where they lived. They ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep. It was always the same. Supper always sounds so much more appetizing to me. Than oh my dinner. God. Supper. It's going to be in a bowl. Yeah. It's going to be a soup with some sort of chunks. Yep. And that it's the only thing I ever want to eat. Is yeah, soup with chunks. Soup with chunks. Chunky Campbell soup. Absolutely. This <laughs> job soup. doesn't sound so bad. They obviously no, sounds, had canned soup. It sounds great. Um, then Thomas had an idea that changed everything. Oh boy. Oh, um, let's switch beds. Let's, what about white pride? Um, <laughs> No, Thomas. Oh, Thomas, come it's on. It's a bad idea. You need new friends. This you need is different what it perspectives. Is. It's, it's men who get bored. Oh, God. Everything scary happens when men get bored. Oh, my God, literally. If um, these were two women, what if, they, if it was two? Just do their job until they were murdered by men. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> the way women die. Oh, no. The normal way. The circle of life. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait till a man chooses me. Um, then Thomas had an idea that changed everything. Quote, let's make a doll the size of a man, he said. This is where all of these things <sighs> begin like sexy stories. I It didn't occur to me until this very moment that. Once again. This is horny. Horny ghosts. Horny ghosts. Um, it would be fun to make. Mm. <laughs> and we could put it in the garden to scare the birds. Okay. The process functional. would be fun. It would be functional. Yeah. This is a DIY of like, let's say bat boxes. Yep. When you live in an area that doesn't really have bats. Um, it should look like Harold, Alfred said. Harold was a farmer they both hated. No explanation. Mm. Um, they made a doll out of old sacks stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. They Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name. Why not? I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> Each morning on their way to the pasture, they tied Harold to a pole in the garden to scare away the birds. Each night they brought him inside so that he wouldn't get ruined if it rained. I just want to say something. Yeah. It's weird that they don't call him a scarecrow. They it's say the doll. doll the size of a man. Uh, yeah. Isn't I guess strange? are scarecrows stuffed? Just the top. Yeah, it, it's just a strange thing that they went to they went to stakes to say he'll scare away the crows in the garden. It's a doll the size of a man. I guess like because a scarecrow doesn't have legs. I, I'm all I can think about is like a little kid for Halloween dressed like a scarecrow, and you're like, "What are you?" And they're like, "I'm a doll the size of a man." <laughs> or, That's really scary. Or if like the scarecrow from The Wizard of Oz was called a doll the size of a man. I'm a doll the size of a man. My problem is I'm a doll the size of a man. <laughs> oh, doll the size of a man. I'll miss you most of all. I'll help you get your doll the size of a man. <laughs> oh my god, Sorry, a sorry. doll the size of a man does describe. A lot of my friends' series boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Um, I'm just kidding. I posable, don't have, highly posable. Do not have friends. Um, <laughs> they brought him inside so it wouldn't get ruined, which like, mm. when they were feeling playful, they would talk to him. One, one of them might say, how are the vegetables growing today, Harold? Then the other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice. Very slowly. They both would laugh. And kiss. But not Harold. Oh, God. I know. I'm like, just fuck each other. <laughs> it's so much work to not just fuck each other in these stories. I, I think <laughs> the stories could be solved at the beginning with just fuck each other and at the end solved with ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> yep. Um, whenever something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. They would curse at him, even kick or punch him. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, parentheses, which they were both sick of, close parentheses. Oh. Hard. And smeared on the doll's face. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask. Well, you better eat it or else. What? Then they would both, then the two men would howl with laughter. Or else we're going to fuck you? I hate the sound of raucous laughter. I don't like the raucous, I don't like a lot of the sounds in the story. I don't like the raucous laughter. I don't like the smearing. I don't like the crazy voice. I don't like any of it. Yeah. And what is, is, is there punctuation in there that contributes to the crazy voice or is it just like, we're just supposed it to. It just assume? says, quote, very slowly, period, close quote. Okay. Okay. The end. Wow. Very slowly. 
It's I, with, with these two guys, I bet they're doing like the Cartman voice or something. I feel like they're doing Jew voice, honestly, now that oh, I think about it. No. Like they hit him for no reason. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Or like Borat. Very slowly. My straw. <laughs> I'm sorry I even Miss Do. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stop. Okay. Um one night after Thomas had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. Did you hear that? Alfred asked. It was Harold, Thomas said. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Alfred asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's not possible. Let's throw him in the fire, Thomas said, and that will be that. Oh, boy. Thomas, you're the protag. Let's not do anything stupid, said Alfred. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. Why would it be stupid to burn it? You already made a doll. Right. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's not necessary. I don't trust him. I don't feel like it's doing a good job of keeping the birds away. Also, like, what crops? Also, birds don't respect when your workday is over. Like, they're going to come anytime. You can't prove that. Birds go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, some. I guess you're right. Ladybird, what do you think? She's fully asleep. She picked her head up and revealed that she's not done chewing the thing and it's now just a wet thing lying on top of a pile of quartz. (laughs) And she's got her head draped over it. That's really good. Um, So they left Harold sitting in the corner of the hut. They didn't talk to him or take him outside anymore. What? They didn't take him outside? No. They left him in their home? Yes. Mm. Not necessary plot point. Yeah. Now and then the doll grunted, but that was all. After, that's a problem. After a few days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside Harold and were making those sounds. You know, grunting, grunting insects. In unison. (laughs) Yeah, what kind of grunt do you think it was? (laughs) I was thinking something less charming, like a. (laughs) It's that, it's that Uber driver sound. Uh, oh yeah, and turn. correctly pointed out that they groan when they turn. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, uh, scary. <laughs> what was that? The Grudge. Yeah, uh, it's very the Grudge. Scary. Vocal fry. Women are bad. <laughs> so Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning they. Oh wait. Oh, so they're not afraid anymore. This yeah. is after a few days. So Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning they put Harold out in the garden and each night they brought him back into the hut. That's not inherently bad. I'd rather no. leave the house. Yeah. When they felt playful, they joked with him. When they felt mean, they treated him as badly as ever. I remember that line very mm-hmm. specifically because I was like, what does that mean? Then one night, Alfred noticed something that frightened him. Harold is growing, he said. That's that's very scary. This also is like gay canon now. It's like, yeah. Harold is growing. He looks good he looks incredible he's got like kind of muscle bear not like i look at him and think he looks bad and now i'm like oh he looks good it's just like no it's like and it wasn't that he like wasn't attractive before it was just like he, he like couldn't fill he like couldn't fill out a, like a you plain can white tell tea. like you can tell like he fucks now <laughs> and like it gives him a reason to look good he like figured it out like he dated one mean person for real. Harold is growing oh that, that did give me goosebumps just now because i do remember that line scaring me Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing, Thomas said. I know. No, honestly, I'm now that you say I like didn't notice that I noticed, but now that you say it, I noticed. No, and it's like, I don't want to be weird about it. Like, it's not like, like some people like 
some people just like look good bigger. You know what I mean? Like that's just like how it works. Yeah. No, no, no. Completely. Yeah. It's like that like, I don't know. It just, yeah. It just works for him. It's like Chris Pratt before. It, like for yeah, me, it's like, oh, no. it's everything. so much more charming before. Better. You know? Yeah. Now it's sort of like he tries too hard, but like before. Now it's like, like I'm scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just our imagination, Alfred replied. We have been up here on this mountain for too long. It's a mountain. They're like in the hills, in the in the valley, yeah, in the yeah. hills. <laughs> the valley in the valley hills. of the hills. You understand. Yeah, I do. The next morning, while they were eating, Harold stood up and walked out of the hut. Massive. There's very steep. Escalation. Very steep. Um, he climbed up on the roof and trotted back and forth like a horse on its hind legs. I do remember that visual, too, yeah. being like, what is that? At first, I thought it was funny. And then the more I thought about it, if I saw a horse running on its hind legs, I would, I would, I don't know who I'd call. I think at first I was an picturing, t- <laughs> hello, 911, specifically an ambulance, please. Yeah, no, it doesn't horse. have to go to the hospital. I just need a square to sit in. Um, <laughs> I, at first I was picturing sort of like Terrence and Philip, like right angle flailing legs, yeah. like out to the side, like trotting like that, sort of like a doll being moved around. But then now that I'm thinking of like a horse on its hind legs is sort of like stilted and like, yeah. Scary. Dress, dress, is it called dressage? Or it's called dressage. Dressage, yeah. Very sorry to tell you that my mother, Irene Drazen, does have many dozen dressage ribbons in my basement. You're kidding. I didn't no. know that. Uh, yeah. Multi-talented. Yes. She rode on horses and they respected her. Wow. Um, all day long, all day and all night, he trotted like that. In the morning, Harold climbed down and stood in a far corner of the pasture. The men had no idea what he would do next. They were afraid. Mm-hmm. We can assume they kissed. <laughs> they decided to take the cat. I can never tell, like, because in movies when people are scared and huddling together, I'm like, oh, they're going to kiss. But I'm like, in real life, I don't know if I would no. feel that way or not. No. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, it's hard It's hard to know from when eroticism should spring. You know what I Sir? mean? Sir? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I backed you into that corner and then I no, attacked no. you. <laughs> No, that was fully well-deserved. From whence, sir? From whence. Your car is here. Yeah. And my car is a pumpkin carriage. (laughs) It's just a pumpkin on the curb. You have to carry it. I just squat on a pumpkin. Oh, my God. If only. We should be so lucky. Um, They were afraid. They decided to take the cows down into the valley that same day. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they had escaped a great danger and began joking and singing. Singing. Hmm. Maybe okay. they kiss now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, the story doesn't say when they kiss, but right. which frustrates me because you know that they do mm-hmm. at some, at least once they have to yeah. just to try. Um, but when they had gone only a mile or two, they realized they had forgotten to bring the milking stools. Leave them. You built a doll. Understand. You built a man's you make If you're bringing stools. cows up to pasture in a rural mountain and you're milking them actively, who are you selling the milk to? Wait, where's that going to go? Yeah. Are you, is it just for you? No. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Hmm. Anyway. Maybe this they seems work suspects. for the farmer? I feel like they may have forgotten something else, but they didn't want to say what they forgot. They forgot their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so stupid. <laughs> no. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, they forgot the milking stools. Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. I also I remember fixating that. on this detail, like yeah. picturing like a gorgeous wooden stool and or 
a world so dystopian that a stool would be expensive. Right. More expensive. Yeah. Just, I don't understand. Or uh, we broke them. I'm so sorry. You made a doll the size of a man. Yeah. Make a stool. Yeah. It's such a weird, anyway, sorry. I won't, I won't. Don't apologize. I think it's a good thing to fixate on. Um, no, that was the second detail I really fixated on as a child with this story was like imagining gorgeous stools. (laughs) Um, quote, there really is nothing to be afraid of. They told one another after all, what could it all do? I imagine them saying that line at the same time to each other. Yeah. Um, what could it all do? What? There's really nothing to be afraid of. This is the break into three. So this is going to prove what a doll can do. They drew straws to see which one would go back. It was Thomas, which is ironic because Thomas was the one who wanted to burn that. He wanted to burn that. He wanted to burn it up. He wanted to burn it up. Alfred was the one who was like, forget it. Alfred was like, you're being a full on bitch. Yeah. And I can't share this hut with you if you're going to be a bitch this whole summer. He's a bottom shamer. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) Fucking freak. Um, It was Thomas. I'll catch up with you, he said. And Alfred walked toward the valley. Alfred, wait. Um, Lady Bird just went up and sniffed the wall and then looked up at the ceiling, which we can assume there's a ghost. Fully. Um, When Alfred came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Thomas. He did not see him anywhere, but he did see Harold. The doll was on the roof of the hut again. As Alfred watched, Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun. That is... Because he's what? Growing. Growing. That is the, that is the, I think that might be one of the scariest stories. It's really scary because it's, it has an actual moral, but also is completely pointless. Right. It's like, don't treat people badly. Otherwise you'll get skinned because you forgot the stools. The doll skinned a man. With what? His hands? Did they forget the knives? sharp nose? Get out of my ass. What are you talking about? (laughs) I, I do remember. Okay. My one of my early exposures to this, the first like school friend I ever made was my first best friend, Guy. And Guy and I both had the same copy, and we would, during like our free time, would draw the pictures that we remember from them. And he always like would go back to Harold as being the scary story. And four year old Guy was correct. It is the, it it is one of the scary stories in this book. I feel like he's married now. He is, yeah. I, I, I uh, did a reading at his wedding. It was very nice. nice. It was on the dock. Was it Harold? <laughs> <laughs> a reading from the Book of Shores. Um, yeah, he grunted. It, it, the answer is yes. I did read Harold. I oh should have. Um, but yeah, no. It is. It is a perfect. It is a perfect scary story. Also because it is Harold's not a ghost. It's not know? a ghost. He becomes. He becomes. He's also, invited. Would we would we would we qualify him as like a golem? Uh oh, like a golem. Yeah, like is that, a, was that how Hebrew? it's pronounced? It is. Um, which the fact that you don't know that I know. is completely fine. No, it's. I was not. gonna say anti-Semitic, but that's not a fun thing to be told. No, even if it's a joke, no, and it's not funny. A golem. Um, it's not fucking funny. Mm-hmm. This is not a comedy podcast. We're <laughs> warning people. Um, I don't know. I think it's sort of. I, I would. Filter it under like ghost adjacent, like a poltergeist, that it's like sure. a manifestation of human energy. Yes. Um, they, he he absorbed all their negative and all their negativity and yeah. animosity. He is sort of a, a ghost, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's um Mike Kelton has a podcast called Beyond. 
also oh, don't I know if it's on this network. I think it might be. I think it is. It's okay. There's lots of uh, there's lots of other good Forever Dog podcasts. Lady Bird, could you Google? Um, but he. Um, uh, oh, but he did a a, a three part series about the haunting of this one thrift shop, which oh is fascinating. You got to listen to it. Yeah. Um, and it's really good New York story too. If you're mm. New York homesick. Um, but uh, the psychic in that refers to elementals, which are not ghosts and they're not demons. They're just spirits that were never people that are just in the earth that oh are just around. And they're really hard to get rid of because you can't like put them to rest because they've just always been there. Right. They don't listen. They don't listen to the Bible. They don't listen to the Bible because they don't know how to read. They're right. illiterate. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a, it's, it's good to know that there is, that there are, in the event that there are spirits, that there are ones that like are either not people or demons, but are just like whatever's. They're just there. Which yeah. honestly, I think at a party, I'm that person mm-hmm. where it's like, who? you're not here to cause harm and pain. No. But you also don't have unfinished business. I'm not bringing a lot to the table. I'm just <laughs> here not, and I'm causing a scene. That's not true because one time Anna came to a Halloween party of mine <laughs> dressed as cool seltzer and it was the best costume. Because I asked Chris if I should bring seltzer or should I wear something about I was bringing seltzer and then he said, Andrew says only if you also come dressed as seltzer. And then you came as cool seltzer. I came in a a leather jacket with uh, a ribbon of um, seltzer cans around my neck with my sunglasses on. I said, I'm cool seltzer. Cool seltzer. What did we watch? We watched. Death Becomes Her? No, that that was another time. Uh, we watched, um, Thriller, the music video. Yes. And then we also watched, oh, we did watch something scary. Oh, was it, was it Night of the Living Dead? Maybe. It was something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it synced up with, what song was um, it? Um, with a share song, wasn't it? Or no, with, um. Carly Rae Jepsen? No. no, it was, uh, oh my God. What's the one? It's the music video where, um, it's like, she's a teacher in a school and, there's in like a boarding school and the kids like can float and their eyes glow. Oh, um, oh my God. Know. Oh my God. Oh my God. What is it? What is it? What is it? It's like, oh my God. Wait, wait, it's wait. It's not walking on broken glass. No. Cause that's a no. Hugh Laurie it, I feel like, oh, oh, total clips the heart. That's right. Yeah. That is what the music video for that is. Yeah. The oh music video God. for it is, is Bonkers, fully bonkers. Oh my god! But we just so happy we were we, the on the TV was like a muted Night of the Living Dead, and Total Eclipse of the Heart was playing, and it synced up so perfectly um, that it, almost to the point that it was like this is like a Pink Floyd Wizard of Oz situation. You know? Yeah, it was a lot. Now I'm just thinking about that music video. That's perfect. Um, Anna, I'm so glad you chose oh Harold. Thank you. Um, Harold is not just an improv form. But also a doll. Elemental. A doll, a doll elemental. A doll the size of a man. Let's build a doll the size of a man. Do you need a scarecrow? No. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare your ass? A labor just um, started barking, which I can only assume means there's a ghost here. Oh, also, this also feels like a, because like, I lo- I, we, we like asking you guys for your scary stories. Um, Please. Or just like things you know about or have heard about that we might not know about. Um, haunted dolls. 
haunted dolls. Send us your haunted doll story. Send us any of your stories, but specifically. Yeah. If you got haunted any, dolls all about it. Yeah. There's that new Annabelle movie coming out called Oof. Annabelle comes home. The billboard for it. I actually love very much, which is, is a person asleep on their side. Annabelle's like face next to them in bed. And then like just a huge monster hand. Which I'm like, I think that's great. It's like campy and fun. Oh boy, that's fun. Um, well, let's do what scared us this week. Yeah. Yeah, let's do a little one. Um, let me think. We'll edit this part out where I'm thinking. Because we just did one. Um, I've got one. Go ahead. Um, what scared me this week uh, was I fell asleep with my laptop on my chest. Oh. And um, I had YouTube open. And oh, it's Lady, Lady Bird. Um, I had YouTube open. I fell asleep. It like was going through auto shuffle play. Uh-huh. And when I woke up, it was just the face from The Exorcist. Oh, um, not not Reagan's face, but the scary face that pops up in two frames in the movie. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. And the YouTube video that was on was like the scariest still frames from every movie of like the scariest still frames ever. Oh, and that's what I woke up to. And I was like, well, this has damaged me forever. That's really scary. What's yours? Mine is, again, related to the Airbnb that I'm staying in. Please. Um, so it's a perf- it's like an, a full-time Airbnb, which is like why no one can find housing in Los Angeles because <laughs> people are doing that. Um, but so it has what I like to call Airbnb art. Yes. Which is art that's good enough to be art, but art you would never want in your actual house. Mm-hmm. So like in the bathroom, there's black and white fake art photos of like very sexualized women's naked bodies. Like oh. one is a woman being tied up who's being eaten up from like oh. the, the point of view of the um, viewer. Oh, we are to understand. And then the other one is just like very S and M style clothes, like knee high stocking lady naked, Wow, which is like people stay there with their kids. Yikes. Which is yeah. a lot, but um, learn a little. So like, that's not great. But then there is, uh, a painting in the kitchen of a nude woman also uh, on her side and she's looking out and it's like, it's not paintingy enough where it like, it's not impressionist at all. It's like a painting of a woman. Um, And she has like short hair. She kind of looks like me. Uh Oh, Um, and she's looking at you like I told you so. Um, and last night our friend Anastasia came over oh, and yes. I noticed that there was sage and I smudged, um, all the corners of the house, but especially the paintings. Wow. And I smudged them cause they scare me. That is no, that's, that's good. That's good. That, and it's nice to do a thing that makes you feel better about the space you're in. Smudging just works. Cause I think it brings a smell and a smell is a different and it's a warm <laughs> smell cause it from burned. <laughs> So it's scientific. <laughs> um, that is a very scary thing. <clears throat> I have to see this painting now. Oh, uh, I think I have a picture. Um, but in any event. Let me show you. Let me see if I can oh, find this see. picture. Um, while we're waiting, once uh, one, of my, one of my early roommates after I graduated from college found a painting at a tag sale in New York. of a oh, fan. Yeah. Oh, no, it was an old photograph. Um, and on the back, it said, do not throw away painting. It has power. And she bought it and put it up in our apartment. And gradually over time, each of the faces of the people faded away. (laughs) 
And then we just, I don't know where it is now, but it scared me a lot. That's illegal. Yeah, that's a crime. Um, I dated someone who had a haunted painting of a seagull that he hung over his bed. Oh, no. There was like a ceiling beam that went through his bedroom and he put it over his bed and he was like, yeah, it falls down a lot and hurts me. (laughs) Can I see it? And I was like, I think we're going to get married. Um, So this is the kitchen nook, which is really cute. Yep, very cute. But then this is the... um, Yeah, that does look kind of like you. Okay, so she's not nude, but she's wearing like peach colored clothing. It's a peekaboo. It's a peekaboo peach. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. Uh, with like a drapey blue. Yeah, that's scary. Scarf. She looks like a Game of Thrones woman who wants something, aka a villain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm glad you smudged. I smudged her ass. <laughs> I do like that. The, I like that the frame is teal because that's my favorite color and I have too much teal in my house, which is my favorite way to be. Anna, this was a pleasure as always. Andrew, a dream and a half. And thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends and get up and get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.